Don't get caught in a web of confusion. Learn the ropes on webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Dishy Mix, the soap opera for the Internet Society. Susan Bratton dishes up delicious news and gossip while interviewing the glitterati of the Web 2.0 world. Dishy Mix, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, only on webmasterradio.fm. Incredibly entertaining. I want to ask you a question that comes with controversy. Oh, There's now you're really of... tapping into it, Byron. See, now you get a chance to ask all the questions that you always wanted to know. <laughs> Even better, this is going to be podcast so we can listen and laugh later. <laughs> this is one of your favorite things. Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> Tiger, tiger, tiger. Yeah, no question. I think it was tiger, 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 tiger. <laughs> he is the name. I mean, he is what golf is uh, resting on right now. <laughs> I think he's a great team player. He did buy his wife a new yacht. Yeah, well, for that team, he's doing well. Yeah. <laughs> Get to know Melanie Mayer on Life Tips, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific, only on webmasterradio.fm. Want a hot pod? Load it with webmasterradio.fm and play with us all day long. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Welcome to Life Tips, show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun on the web and around the world. Life Tips president Byron White talks to the latest trendsetters about strategies to grow your business. Editor Melanie Nayer interviews celebrities and expert writers on their tips for making life enjoyable and entertaining. Now, please welcome this week's Life Tips host, Byron White and Melanie Nayer. Hey everyone, welcome to Life Tips. This is Melanie Nair. And just when I thought I was going to have to host the Valentine's Day Life Tips show all alone, Byron chimed in from California. Well, hello, hello. Hi, Byron. How's it going at Etail? The palm trees are, are gently waving oh, out here. Not cool since we have a blizzard up here. Well, roses are red, violets are blue. <laughs> What's that's, going on at Etail? That's, that's a good thing. Uh, well, let's see. We had a first of all, it's an interesting smaller show out here, about a thousand-ish people, um, but they're all uh, seemingly heavy hitters and major players. They're all anting up about three thousand dollars per person just to attend the show, um, and uh, you know, so it's it's a pretty sophisticated crowd. Not surprisingly, very focused on the uh, the challenges of the of the uh, of the bigger uh, player world. Companies uh, are speaking here. Companies like Walmart, eBay, Priceline. Yeah. Um, you know, some major major uh, retailers are out here. And you're um, speaking as well, are you not? Well, I'm I'm chairing uh, a track on merchandising and visualization on Friday morning, which should be interesting. Wow. Um, yeah. So that'll be kind of fun. Um, and I'm handing out these crazy new blue kits like like a a a, a, a wild marketer out here. <laughs> Our blue so, kits? 
Yeah, our little blue kits, our new blue kits. Ah, are, 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 we have are, new, yeah. Are, people are Spend coming a lot up. of time and, and, and thought constructing these fun little kits for everybody. So Probably way too much, but they have become sort of a trademark for our promotions. Absolutely. 15 or so search marketing shows we're doing this year. But, uh, but, so have you uh, heard see. any of the, uh, the, the guest speakers there? The keynote so this morning yeah. was fabulous. Chris Anderson, um, mm. editor-in-chief of Wired Magazine. Wired. Yeah. Um, and also author of The Long Tail, which is, of course, the rage, uh, 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 spoke and was fantastic. He was about uh, 50 minutes of pure, uh, you know, sort of uh, conclusions of the book and, and, and explanation of the tale and, and why uh, things are changing quite radically in the, in the web world. One quick snapshot of that, which I thought was, was really kind of summarizes the, the long tail for those audience members that are, you know, fans of, of his in the book and and the insight that he brought in. If you take a look at a Walmart, for example, who sells CDs, um, their total number of titles sold in their retail retail stores is about 22,000, right? Pretty big right. number. But if you take a look at, say, um, the Apple store or any of the other big uh, digital retailers selling songs on a one-up basis, it's three million titles are accessible. So the message, of course, is the future of business is selling less of more, right? <laughs> um, and, you know, I don't know, less, less, uh, less of more is, is the big buzz out here, and that's very much a centerpiece. Why are people buying? How are they buying? Customer service is now begin, be, being, uh, you know, really centered on as a catalyst for to improve conversions. Mm-hmm. A lot of metrics and science, very analytical, very deep, deep uh, show with regards to technology. So that's the update. But it's Valentine's Day, and let's go back to the love fest that you're heading up over here, Mel. Uh, the love fest here at Life Tips? <laughs> well, and the show today. <laughs> we have some exciting things going on here at Life Tips today, Byron. Can't wait to hear an update before I, I need to chime back It's going to be great. In, in fact, your own SEO specialist has done some great keyword analysis for uh, some, of, some of our programming today. Ooh. I know. It's going to be How fun. We're popular. sorry you can't be here to, to play around, but we know that you have a ton of fun and exciting things going on at Etail. But I have to ask, what did you and Heather do today, or what are you doing today? Well, we woke up. <laughs> well, that together. is good. That is a good start on Valentine's Day. <laughs> so that was exciting, um, and uh, and I have been at the show all day since about six thirty. So no, we we heard you had a little bit of trouble getting there. Few issues. Few issues. <laughs> uh, I did uh, manage to get here the long the long way, shall we? Shall we say? <laughs> Uh, but but we're here, and it's it, it really is uh, great to be in in sunshine, and uh, you know it's it's just it's just happy. You know, I wonder what the correlation is between Valentine's Day uh, overall happiness and, and sunshine uh, and, versus and being it, here in Boston when it's <laughs> sleeting, raining, snowing, blowing, winding, just about everything. <laughs> I think it's horrible. You know, doesn't it kind of, for some people, maybe it's just me, but, you know, I love a good blizzard slash snowstorm. I mean, it, it makes me feel cozy and comfortable. Is it just me or, or, or not? No, I completely agree with you on that. But you know what? Walking to work in this stuff, not so much fun. <laughs> you mean I didn't order that Valentine's Day lemo for you to pick no. you up? No, you didn't. Is it coming with my wall? <laughs> Maybe that's how my wall's here with uh, the limo. Which would you rather have, a limo for a day or, or a new wall to block off the noise from the sales sales team? You know, it's my wall. That should have been my 
that was supposed to be my Christmas present. It's going to be my Valentine's Day present now. Let me take this opportunity to ask you about some of your past boyfriends that, that oh, maybe gave you some memorable gifts. I've got guests to interview. <laughs> well, We've just, got just, good just, stuff on the show today, Byron. Give your listeners, we even even your listeners of the show have my to listen to the... My listeners don't care. No, the listeners Believe have to me, listen to the not intro. <laughs> Melanie, the Melanie intro, right? So just offer a little bit of insight. I'm sure we're all curious about this. What are some of the best gifts that you've ever gotten on Valentine's Day? <laughs> Most memorable. Flowers. Flowers are always memorable on Valentine's Day. Okay. Yeah. Anything bigger, like materialistic handbags, jewelry? No. Anything that's still around? No, you know, anything that's still around, <laughs> as opposed to my dying flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you got a tree one year, or a plant that's still growing, that could count. You know, it's just nice to get appreciated on Valentine's Day. Mm. It's nice that somebody says, I'm thinking of you. Don't hmm. need handbags or jewelry. Hmm. Well, I I don't know if don't you most, agree. Uh, boy, I I be uh, I am not really a, a collector of too many things, uh, <laughs> but but gifts are uh, important to some people. For instance, my lovely for wife instance, Heather. Your lovely wife Heather. <laughs> if I don't have goodies lined up for today, it would be viewed as a disaster. <laughs> and guess what? I don't have many goodies lined up for today. Good thing do, do, that you're in L.A. Here's your hint, Rodeo Drive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's probably shoot her back to L.A. for the day. She's actually working today. So. <laughs> we, we decided to celebrate this weekend, Valentine's Day. We're that's doing the very nice. We're doing the postponement. Well, Byron, one of our guests today is actually a best-selling author of the book Everlasting Matrimony. Hmm. Would you like to add a few thoughts on that? And what, what are your uh, tips and advice and pearls of wisdom mm. for everlasting matrimony. Well, I think the key, and, and I look forward to hearing a recording of the show. I wish I could listen into it, but you know, the key is is uh, is you know laser focusing on the needs of the individual. I think, and uh, and and uh, really, you know, learning the buzzes of of what is greatly appreciated and what is not so appreciated with regards to either things you do or actions you take or gifts you buy or any such thing. So it's, you just gotta you gotta you gotta hit the sweet spot, right? You gotta you gotta go <laughs> at it. You gotta go at it and know what know what you're doing and. And it's not hard, you know? It's not hard. It takes just asking questions. What are your favorite things? That, what do you want me to do for you for Valentine's Day? Maybe asking that three months in advance, not the night oh, before. Good, that would help. Good. There are, but there is the element of surprise, Byron. <laughs> it is pretty essential. What are your thoughts on it? I'd like to hear your answer for that. For Valentine's Day? Yeah. Or or everlasting matrimony? Well, yeah, good point. Yeah, well, go, I, I want to hear your matrimony question. What would it take to make uh, Melanie... Yeah. What would it take to make Melanie happy for the rest oh, of your a, life? There's a list. <laughs> <laughs> How long That's is the list? Very, Let's... very, very simple. You know, you know, I don't request much. Remember my <clears throat> birthday. Make dinner once in a while. Draw a bath. You know, nice little subtle things. I think that is the key to everlasting matrimony. Hmm. You don't have to go above and but just to, you know to remember the thoughtfulness. Hmm. I guess that's the romantic in me, Byron. It just seems so simple. It does. And yet, according to statistics, what is it, over 50% of couples are, you know, get divorced? And if you looked at Hollywood alone, would that number be like 70, 80%? Probably would, but good news. Mm. 
our SEO specialist, Stephanie, who's going to chime in on the show a little later this afternoon in your place. Great. Um, who is also uh, a... Um, has has a lot of background and statistics for us on the online dating success stories. Hmm. So we're going to get to hear a little bit about what she's found and what she thinks and her advice. Boy, between you and and Stephanie and Jen, the three single musketeers, the three single of life people tips, in the office. I know it. Uh, boy, this is we're going to be taking the place show. by storm. It's going to be an exciting show. I can't wait to listen to it. Well, you have a great time out in California, and thanks for calling in. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Byron. And everybody else, stay tuned. We will be right back. Right on. Life Tips on WebmasterRadio.fm. We'll be back with more cool tips and advice right after these commercial messages. Have you heard that content is king? Yeah. What's that mean? I don't even have a clue. Hmm. Wonder if that's important. Important? Search engine optimized web content is essential. Essential for maximizing page rank. Essential for increasing sales. GetWebContent.com is the internet's foremost provider of custom written search engine optimized copy. GetWebContent.com is easy to access and ultra cost effective. Right now, copy is indeed king. And GetWebContent.com is the king of copy. Check it out today. It's a no-brainer. Reaching customers everywhere they search is smart business. However, reaching them through web and mobile search as well as free directory assistance with effective pay-per-call advertising is, well, ingenious. Ingenio Pay-Per-Call delivers highly targeted phone call leads to businesses looking for new customers. And the advertising business only pays per new customer lead. Call 1-800-705-0632 today to ask about your free trial or go to Ingenio.com slash web radio. That's Ingenio.com slash web radio. Ingenio. Simply ingenious. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. We have major traffic high-ups on the 101, and we have an onlooker delay due to what looks like a new show on WebmasterRadio.fm. Keep your hands on the wheel, because WebmasterRadio.fm is going to help you create buzz through social media, and will accelerate your servers into a head-on collision of information. WebmasterRadio.fm presents... Rush Hour. Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Our host, Neil and Cameron, will help you get the upper hand to find the links you need so that your company is in bumper-to-bumper traffic. Rush Hour. The right kind of traffic. Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Just getting your feet wet on the internet? Then dive into our stream, webmasterradio.fm. We're the coolest place around, webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. And now back to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, here's your host. Hi, everyone. This is Melanie Nair back on the 
Life Tips Valentine's Day radio show. And today I am joined um, by some great guests. One of them, Cheryl Curlin, who is a writer, author of Everlasting Matrimony, um, and also a guest speaker at many different events. And also is a columnist for Backtalk, in which couples married 50 years or more answer relationship problems and questions. So Cheryl, welcome to the show. Hello, Melanie. How are you? I'm doing now, you're well. down Happy in sunny Valentine's Florida, too, Day. aren't you? I'm sorry? Where are you? You're down in Florida, correct? I'm in Florida, and do you want to know how beautiful it is today? You might as well tell me. It's probably about 75 <laughs> degrees, nice, cool breeze, perfect Valentine's Day. Perfect Valentine's Day as opposed to the blizzard we have going on up I've, here. I've seen it on the news. <laughs> Well, that's all right. Cheryl, we are so happy to have you here because one of the books that you just recently wrote, Everlasting Matrimony, Pearls of Wisdoms from Couples Married 50 Years or More, is certainly very telling because, as you know, not a lot of marriages last today. Well, most marriages, 50% of marriages don't last, and 20% of marriages don't even make it to five years. So to make it to 50 years is a true miracle. Well, tell me some of the pearls of wisdom you've learned by interviewing some of these couples who have, quite frankly, mastered the art. They have. There's 75 couples married 50 years or more, and there's over 4,000 years of marriage documented in the book. And the one most common question people ask me is, is there a common denominator among all the couples? And there definitely is. And the one thing it is not is commitment. The word is so overused. Mm -hmm. But commitment means you just stay together even if you're miserable. And the word that describes their relationships is a D word. In today's generation, the D word is divorce. And for them, the D word was determination that no matter what life uh, came their way, no matter what curveballs came their way, good, bad, and everything in between, they were determined to plow through it together and find harmony and contentment. Well, you bring up a good point, and that's, you know, really plowing through things and determination to push through the hard times and the difficult, you know, things that, that come up not only in a marriage, but, of course, a, a majority of our relationships. So give me three ways to solve, you know, 99% of the arguments okay. that, that come up. Arguments were a hot topic among all the couples. One way is called my department, your department. And in probably all relationships, Husbands and wives have quirks that annoy each other, habits. For example, let's say I get out of the shower and I always drop my wet towel on the floor and I never hang it up. And maybe my husband, he never cleans the dishes from the sink, putting them in the dishwasher. So I could get really irritated every single day of my life about the dirty dishes and he could get really irritated about the wet towel. But if I just accept that my department is going to be putting the dishes in the dishwasher and he accepts that he'll be picking up my wet towel, that's the end of the subject and it diffuses any anger. And that's the your department, my department. And another way to solve arguments is called the 85-15 rule. And this was talked about by one of the husbands. And he said, you know, you don't have to have 100% of what you want, that 85% can be sufficient. And usually in an argument, one person feels stronger about the topic, and so that person gets 85% of what they want. That means the, the person that doesn't feel strongly doesn't have to give 100% up, they get something. And then in the normal course of a marriage, a healthy marriage, then it's going to flip-flop. The subject another time is going to be 85% important to, one, to the other spouse. So that's your department, my department, 85-15, and the other is... Um, just like you give your kids a timeout if they're misbehaving, the same, the same thing works for adults. If you're arguing, just say, look, we're not getting anywhere. Let's go take a timeout, 30 minutes. 
and just separate. Go your own ways. Don't look. Don't have dirty glances. Set a clock, 30 minutes, and that will give you time to refocus and think about what's being said and what's really important. And then when the buzzer goes off, sit down, talk about it, negotiate, end of subject. Now, this is a different generation, let's be realistic. You know, these are people who have been married for 50 years. Um, and today's generation of, of younger married couples, I mean, even look at some of these celebrities, it's a totally different scenario. And the biggest, I think, the, the biggest common denominator between all of that is that this younger generation is workaholics. We put a lot more time and effort into our jobs and into our work life than we do into our personal life. Probably so, but I think part of what happens is when people make the marriage commitment today that they have one foot out the door from the get-go, and when you start off with an attitude, it's kind of an attitude self-fulfilling prophecy. If you have a positive attitude, probably things are going to work out. If you have a negative attitude or even a partial negative attitude, you're setting yourself up for failure. So I think it's more not so much the lifestyle that we have, because if you have a strong relationship, you can juggle and manage things. You can still work it out. And the real issue is where are you mentally? Are you into the relationship or is your foot halfway out the door all the time? Because, you know, you look next door and you see, well, the couple next door got divorced, so it's okay for us too. It's just been made real easy. And um, when you look at the couples in everlasting matrimony, they, they've, lived through two world, they've lived through two wars, the Korean War, World War II, the Depression. They didn't have the medical technology, the communication technology. They didn't have marriage counseling. So they had to wade their way through it all by themselves. And if you were to put that in today's standards, if anybody got married under those situations, you'd tell them they were crazy. So really, if these couples could make it through all of that, there's no reason that we shouldn't be more successful today in our relationships. Well, I completely agree with you on that. And, you know, one of the things that I think really keeps the relationship alive is laughter. Yes, definitely. Um, you know, and it's just you have to find the humor in so many things. That's very true. So give me some five, you've never heard these before, relationship tips okay. that are funny, that we're all going to laugh about, but quite frankly really do work. Okay, here's number one. This is actually one for women, and it is men like points. Now, I have to explain that. Men like points. Men like points. Okay, women, <laughs> we still typically do a lot of the housework. But, and if you put it on a scale of 1 to 100 points, you'd give ourselves about 2 points. La-di-da, no big deal, we just do it every day. If a man unloads the dishwasher, it's like 99.9 points. <laughs> and so you need to tell this man how fabulous he is and make him feel like a million bucks because men want to be appreciated. So that's men like points. And they'll keep doing it with that kind of positive reinforcement and that feedback. I guarantee you they'll be doing more of the uh, things that you want them to do. You could put, like, the little chart that you do for your kids, you know, the, the little gold star. That would did, work. Did you fold your clothes today? Did he empty the dishwasher today? That would work. And then he could count up all the stars, and, like, after so many stars, you could have a big present waiting for him. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay, here's another tip. This one is actually for a man speaking to a woman, and it's if something I said can be interpreted two ways and one makes you mad or angry, then I meant the other one. <laughs> Let's and, say that again to make sure everybody got it. Okay. If something I said can be interpreted two ways and one of them makes you either mad or angry, I meant the other one. And what this is all about is we women tend to be rather sensitive and we just zoom right on in into the one that where our feelings are going to get hurt when actually there's another option. And oftentimes, you know, the way we compute things, the way we process things are different. And usually a man, 
he probably didn't think of it the same way that we did. So if it, one way can make you mad or angry and the other is uh, more lighthearted, choose the lighthearted one. That's probably the one he meant anyway. So that's two. <laughs> okay? You ready for number three? I am ready. Okay, here's number three. This is eat marshmallows to improve communication. Now, if you have a mouthful of marshmallows, what is the one thing you absolutely cannot do? Talk. Right, and that's the whole point about communication is communication is more about listening than talking. That's a very good point. So that's eat marshmallows to improve communication. And then here's another one. This is, also happens to be down the road of the appetite, but it, uh, it's totally different. This is never discuss sensitive subjects when you're hungry. And one of the wives said this because she said her husband, he can't focus. He's irritable and grumpy, and his mind is elsewhere. Unless he's well-fed, she doesn't ever start talking to him about anything serious. So never so keep the refrigerator stocked. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And if you open the refrigerator and say, honey, pick something, he'll know. That's a signal that he's getting ready to have a big conversation. <laughs> a lot of women around the world just perk their ears up on that one. Yeah. Okay, here's another one for you. This is... Um, Great conversations lead to great sex, obviously, but so do bad conversations. And many of the couples in Everlasting Matrimony talked about they had some of the best sex after their biggest fights, that they, after they figured out what was the right thing to do and how to resolve the issues, that they just had a good old romp in the hay, and it kind of reconnected them and brought them back to a level of you know, peace, and they could move forward. So great conversations lead to great sex, but so can bad conversations. Well, I think that's a win-win situation then for everybody involved. Probably so. Probably <laughs> so. Um, Carol, I, tell us a little bit about the column that you write. Okay. Back Talk is a column in which I keep a database of uh, couples married 50 years or more all over the, the country. And um, people will send, just readers, wherever the column is printed on different websites and magazines, uh, you can send me reader. You can send me questions about relationship problems and relationship issues. And what I do is I'll take the question and I'll pick one of the couples in the database and I'll send it to them. And oh, then the great. couple the the couple answers it, but the husband and wife answer it separately. So you usually get two completely different answers for the same question. But that way, it's not like partiality to one side versus the other. And it gives you two options, two different choices of how to approach. A, pro- a common problem, probably. And some of the questions I get are, are pretty funny, and I'll, I'll give you an example. One, a woman recently wrote me, and she said that her fiancé is uh, very, for lack of a better word, cheap, and she, is, um, she makes a lot of money, and she's not, she likes to spend, but she's uh, also cautious. But the point was that they have two different spending patterns, and so she was asking if she should have a prenuptial agreement. And so I sent it to the cu- to a couple married 50 years or more, and the wife, uh, she kind of logic was thinking logically, and she said, "Well, you need to have a financial plan, but don't wait till you tie the knot to execute it. Start doing it now to see if it's going to work." And then the husband said that if the guy is required to sign a prenuptial agreement, he'll never make it down the aisle. Two <laughs> completely different patterns of thought, but you know, it's food for thought for her how she wants to approach the problem. And uh, Cheryl, Cheryl, this has been great. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. But I have to ask you one more question. Okay. You talk to people who have been doing this for so many years. What are some pieces of advice that you've learned from them that you just, you know, have have used on an everyday, I mean, with, with just your own, you never thought you would know that. The piece of advice probably that I have integrated into my own relationship, and I've been married 17 years, and I say that writing 
everlasting matrimony. Saved me about five years of marriage counseling. Because, <laughs> well, I got to get, you know, you always say, if I only knew then what I, only, if I only knew now, what is it saying? If I only knew then what I know now, or what is the opposite? I turned it around. If I only knew. <laughs> if I only knew now what I knew then. Yeah, right, right, right. Okay, anyway. So here we get the wisdom of five decades of experience of marriage. We can get it today. And the piece probably that I have integrated into my own life is, and you touched on it, the humor, just being more lighthearted. I I realized I was uh, taking things too seriously that really didn't even deserve that much attention. And that's really, it's you know, it makes your, um, your emotions on a much more even keel. Your blood pressure stays low. And a lot of things, if you just learn to laugh at them in the big scheme of life, they really don't add up to anything. Cheryl, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. For more information from Cheryl, you can visit her website at everlastingmatrimony.com. And we hope to have you back real soon, Cheryl. Thanks so much. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Happy Valentine's Day. Thanks. And stay tuned. We'll be right back. Life Tips on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back with more cool tips and advice right after these commercial messages. It's all about links, baby. Content is king, but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings. Float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time. Work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major Fortune 500 companies. TextLinkAds.com is your source for securing relevant links. Baby, textlinkads.com. Best of the web, the Internet's oldest directory, EOTW.org, since 1994. Our editors scour the web, finding quality sites, providing users with spam-free resources, relevant information from valuable sites. Submit your site now for a guaranteed review in three days or less. For webmasters needing additional exposure, check out our 60-day free trial on category sponsorships. 60 days free advertising. No kidding. And don't forget the best of the web's reseller program with the industry's highest commissions. 25% recurring commission on all products and services. Bloggers, make sure to check out the BOTW blog directory and the recently launched volunteer editor program to help build the best blog resource on the web. 3 a.m. traveling to a conference in Oklahoma City. Steve Talbot's Ford Escort radiator hose bursts near the town of Hooker. He types Hooker Escort Hookup into another local search engine's one-box search. He has a great time that he can't expense. TrueLocal.com. Two boxes. One click. Great results. Flashback, November 2004. A brand new radio station launched onto the World Wide Web. That station was WebmasterRadio.fm. Today, Webmaster Radio is one of the fastest growing internet media outlets in the world. The world. Webmaster Radio boasts one of the most respected talk radio lineups in the internet business world. Danny Sullivan, Chris Tall, Susan Brett, Jim Hedger, Barry Schwartz, Jeremy Shoemaker, Ryan and Jeffrey Eisenberg, Greg Nyland, Katie Kempner. We travel coast to coast to bring you the most extensive and detailed live coverage of the most high-profile trade shows in the world. Ad Tech, Search Engine Strategy, RSA, Webmaster World, DMA, Ecom Expo. And we have brought you keynote speeches and interviews of some of the biggest influential names in business today. Eric Schmidt, Andrew Hayward, Barry Diller, John Patel, Keith Barras, and way too many others to mention. Our live programming and on-demand podcasting keeps the B2B world informed. We are WebmasterRadio.fm and we're everywhere. 
Wizards, Rainmakers, Rockstars, Gorillas, and Guru. WebmasterRadio.fm. Come visit our magical Webmaster Wonderland. We got a mouse, too. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. And now, back to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, here's your host. Hi, everyone. It's Melanie Mayer, back Life Tips Valentine's Day radio show. And we are joined in the second half of the show with Marley, Marlia Stout, the Senior Public Manager of Public Relations at Harlequin Romance Enterprises. Marlia, welcome. Thank you very much. Happy so Valentine's happy to have Day. you here because, as many people know, Harlequin is one of the top publishers of the romance novel, but even more so, Harlequin Romance Report is out every year. Yes, actually, this is number 18 for us. We've been doing it for a long time. <laughs> and this year is different than other years because this year really captures the online romance environment. Absolutely. And in fact, we do surveys every year and have for the last 18 years. And this year, we actually did it online, which is different for us. We thought if we want to talk to those people that are actually online, those are the people we're going to ask the questions to. So we, we did it online this year, and I, I think that the survey answers are very honest. Well, tell me about some of the most amazing results that you got. We're going to go through this report together, and I'm going to bring okay. on our SEO specialist in a bit, too, to talk to you a little bit about the stats that she came up with. But mm-hmm. tell me just some of the most shocking things that you found through this report, and then we're going to go through, and I'll, uh, I'll ask you a couple specific things. Well, the first thing that um, thankfully is not shocking is that people still rank romance as the, as the most important thing in their life, even more than money, more than being able to do what they want with their lives. Romance is still... Uh, alive and kicking. Chivalry is not dead, <laughs> which we're very happy to, to hear, <laughs> which we, I think we already knew anyway, but it, just to know that both men and women find that is, is the, the biggest thing in their life, the, you know, the exciting part that keeps life um, exciting, passionate, all that kind of stuff, that's, that's what people want, and, and we were just really happy to verify that <laughs> with, with all ages, which was, which was nice. We're happy um, to know that romance still lives on. It's still out there, yes, it's just, it's, it's, the difficult thing is uh, finding a place for it in your life, because it's just all so busy. Um, how do you do it? Uh, who do you send it to? What do you say? It's, I think people are still a little bit confused of how to keep it in their life and how to keep love alive, romance going, and relationships exciting. So I I think well, that was the biggest problem. And one problem. of the things that how. is, like, like we talked about, that is different now, is that a lot of people are going to the Internet for this. Absolutely. In fact, as you put it, the in new romantic office. domain. Yes, for sure. And I think with lives so busy, you've got a cell phone in one hand, an iPod in the other, the computer's on and your other phone's ringing, you know. And I think that people are just trying to find a way to keep connected. And um, I think it's fantastic. I find most people are meeting online. Because it's easier, it opens up the world to you. You don't have to specifically meet someone at work or someone right in your hometown or in your, your friends group. It really opens up everything for you. And I think as long as you're keeping connected, it's, it's fantastic. You have to work with what you've got. And if lives are so busy that you can't necessarily meet someone in person for the first time, then, then online is a great way to do it. Now, Stephanie, our SEO specialist here at LifeTip, is a fan of the online dating world. Mm-hmm. And Stephanie has some success from the online dating world. And That's in addition great. to that, Stephanie also has some statistics from the online dating world. Stephanie, what did you find? Well, hello. Um, Hi. I did a little bit of online research about how people are actually approaching online dating for the first time, what people are searching for. And something interesting I found is, above anything, people want it to be free if it can be. So... 
First, they want to find a free online dating site. <laughs> um, and that kind of makes sense because, you know, why do you want to, to pay to date if you don't have to? Um, but then I find that once people are overpaying for something, they want to just cut to the chase and get towards the people that they think are going to be compatible with. So this is when people start looking for Christian dating, Asian dating, lesbian dating, black dating. People are looking for people that they um, think that they might have something in common with. Um, And then people are also trying to find tips and advice so that they can come across well online. So people want guides, people want tips, people want etiquette. People want to, you know, know how to look good in a picture and make themselves sound interesting um, when they're writing up their little bio. And I've also found that people will act a little bit naughtier online than they would if maybe they met somebody out on the street. So they might approach this just because uh, they're looking for some uh, naked activities or what you have you. Um <laughs> So they don't exactly want to date, but they're calling it dating. Well, now, Marlia, one of the things that you found in your survey, and Stephanie is absolutely 100% correct in that. Mm-hmm. that absolutely. We, we found that people were doing a lot of things online or by email, um, even breaking up with people, <laughs> which we don't recommend by email or by instant message, but also that um, cyber affairs and flirting with people online, uh, whether you were single and looking, and, and even if you had a, a partner, a significant other, uh, we found that people were still uh, were actually looking for people to flirt with or maybe even a cyber affair. I, I'm not quite sure whether they, uh, many people think that that's not as, um, as inappropriate as doing it in person, <laughs> but uh, we did find that there was still a lot of people out there doing, you know, basically cheating online. On but now one of the other. things that you also noted in your results is that a lot of men would forgive their spouse for cheating online. Yes, and... and I honestly thought that the results would be the opposite of that. Right. I don't know, and I'm not even sure why I thought that. And maybe that's an old-fashioned way of thinking. But you know, we asked a lot of people uh, why they thought that the reasoning was was um, just friends and, and you know people at Harlequin and just out there in the media talking about it. And, they, and a lot of people think that maybe men are uh, think that it would be easier for them perhaps to have an online affair or a cyber affair and hope to be forgiven. And maybe women wouldn't, um, or maybe there's, they have a more practical view of what a relationship or romance is and, and know that people make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, you know, you have to look at every aspect of a relationship when something like that happens and whether it's worth saving. Maybe there was a problem to begin with. Obviously there was, and, and where you go from there. Now, one of the things I found interesting when going through some of these, these statistics in the report is that, you know, the, the Internet is the new romantic way of, of doing things because we spend so much time at work and because our Absolutely. lives are so busy at the workplace. Um, yeah, and I, what I, I found, of, what was interesting on your note is that more than half of all men and over two in three women believe that romance in the workplace is taboo. Yes, and, and you know we've done past reports with different survey questions, and and people have always said that workplace uh, romances were taboo. Yet, <laughs> so many people have met at work or through work, and I, it's all about your you know your interaction with people and who's around you. And if it, if it happens at work, and it's important to you, and it's a relationship that you find that's working, I, I you know go for it. I'm not saying go out and look for someone at work, but if you <laughs> if you're stuck in a cubicle or in an office all day and your only means of communicating with someone is by email or text message or, or online, uh, 
you know, that's, you've got to work with what you've got, basically, and what you're comfortable with and what's accessible and realistic. Uh, you know, people are different. Or maybe not people are different, but our lives are different. It, it's, you're not interacting the same way, I don't think, in many positions at work as, as we used to in the past. So if, if you have to find a way to meet somebody, I, I, I say go for it. <laughs> now, one of the things I want to run through really quick with you before we take another break is uh, the out with the old and with the new list. Yes. And, you know, which is great because what this list is doing is breaking down all the romantic things that people used to do in the past that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, were, everybody thought were so lovely and, 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 and how now it's totally moved on the other side. For example, making out in public is not anymore. You have that list. <laughs> I don't it is think no anyone way. wants to look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Where hot is holding hands in public. And I've, I personally agree with that. Yeah, you know what? We've always found it's just it's the simple, small gestures that make you feel romantic, flirty, sexy. Right. Uh, people have said, "What what does what makes you feel good?" When my boyfriend just touches the small of my back when we're walking into a restaurant, it's, it's the tiniest things like that just make me feel like he's proud to walk in there with me. He's you know watching out for me. Yet he's you know he's touching me in, in the nicest way, and it's, it's all those tiny things that make people feel good. It doesn't have to be the, the huge, uh, heavy-necking sessions in front of everyone, because I think it makes everyone uncomfortable. Now, I love this one. Under the not list is long walks on the beach, but on the hot list is walking the dog together. Right, right, and finding things to do together and things you can talk about. It. We had a list last year where, you know, if you want to meet somebody, the dog park's a great place to go because it's open to conversation. You don't necessarily have to talk about yourself, but you talk about the dogs, you talk about the weather and, and different things just to open up your eyes, turn off the BlackBerry and the cell phone and, and look at your surroundings, you know, every once in a while and, and just connect with people on what's comfortable, like a, a good comfort level for you. And another one of my favorites on the not list, drunk dialing on the hot <laughs> list, good night phone calls. Yes, and they could be sexy phone calls, too. She could be nice. But the, yeah, All right, the drunk guys, dialing we're going to take a always... quick break, and when we come back, we are going to get into with Stephanie and Marlia about the Harlequin Romance Report from 2007, where Marlia is going to explain to us a little bit about the rebirth of the new romantic man. Stay tuned. Life Tips on WebmasterRadio.fm. We'll be back with more cool tips and advice right after these commercial messages. Marketing payouts lacking green, leaving you seeing red? Get your business in the black with NeverBlueAds.com. Sign up with NeverBlueAds.com today and earn an additional $200 for the first $200 generated. Get ready to flash those pearly whites with unique campaigns, real-time stats, great personal service, and high payouts on time every month from NeverBlueAds.com. Results for advertisers, income for affiliates, everybody wins with a better marketing experience from NeverBlueAds.com. Are your domains working hard enough for you? Now, park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period. 
Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles. At hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. It's SC Guru's Rainmaker. I'll tell you that. For those of you who can't see what's sitting across from me. <laughs> what? Spaghetti strap thing on. And his beautiful co-host, Brandy. It's all about the body size. <laughs> Rainmaker. Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on Webmaster Radio. Want a hot pod? Load it with webmasterradio.fm and play with us all day long. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. And now back to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, here's your host. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Life Tips show. This is Melanie Nair, and I'm joined today with Marley Stout, who is the Senior Manager in the Public Relations Department of Harlequin Enterprises, and our own Life Tips SEO Specialist, Stephanie O'Shea, who is here to talk to us today about keyword search and internet activity when it comes to online dating. So welcome back, both of you. Stephanie, I want to start with you really quick, because you, you, you are, in your own right, an online dating expert. Are you not? Um, I have tried my hand to online dating, yes. And what have you found? What are the likes and dislikes based on your own research that you're seeing that you have also parlayed back onto your online dating experience? Um, personally, my likes are that you can pretty much get an overview of people before you have to see them in person and, you know, So you would think somebody that people are probably more <laughs> honest online because there's that barrier that separates you. Um True and not true, because some people are totally honest because they want to get out of the experience what they can get out of the experience, and then some people <laughs> just try to look like Don Juan, and it's like, well, I can <laughs> now, go to Stephanie, my when you go for searching this. for somebody online, do you type in certain search terms? Um, well, uh, I use match, and I actually get matched up by percentage-wise, but they do include match words, and um, so, of course, I have on there... You know, television show, burritos, uh, <laughs> massages, relaxing, stuff like that for my keywords. Um, now, and other people have matching keywords, too. Marley, I want to bring you back for a second because one of the, the, the headline on this report is the rebirth of cool. And yes. For those, of, for those of you who cannot see this report, this, this cover is absolutely awesome. It's the rebirth of cool, the new romantic man, and there's a, a picture of a man with love tattooed on his knuckles just on the front of this report, and it's why is this the, the rebirth of cool? Did cool actually go out of style? Well, I think that what we ask the question is, is romance still cool? Is it, again, is it still important in your life? Do you, do you find it to be something that would make you interesting? And overwhelmingly, yes, including the men. At almost 50% of the men um, surveyed considered themselves helpless romantics and wanted more in their life. So it was all about looking at this kind of, this, this gentleman that's on the cover, and the first time we've ever had a man on the cover of, of the romance report. And what makes him romantic? He, he looks like a new, cool guy. He's got tattoos 
not just on his fingers, but right. it's all, all over, his, all over his, his shoulders and his arms and his chest. He's, he's gorgeous, and he's got love tattooed on his fingers. He looks tortured and maybe in love or maybe falling out of love, whatever he is. But romance is still like a hugely important part of, of everyone's life, whether you're the coolest guy in the neighborhood or a big movie star or the guy that's the accountant that works at the local insurance office. I think it's, it's important to everyone and romance is cool and you have to make it your own be genuine be respectful open mature all those things that that women are looking for uh you don't have to be this extra special person that's completely you know um with the best job in the world it's just being genuine funny and quirky and you know even being your slightly weird self and opening yourself up to someone (laughs) that is cool it's romantic and uh it it makes people fall in love with you it's being yourself and and being confident in yourself well i think that that is a great way to end this show today um and i want to thank you marlia for joining us this has been great and i hope that you will come back for part two because this has been such an amazing um fun and exciting show that we've had and stephanie so much fun to have you in your personal life on our show oh always fun to talk about myself (laughs) all right everybody thank you so much um we will see you all next wednesday at life tips and on the valentine's day note let love rule your life and as marlia said keep the cool and romance and we'll talk to you all next week take care different and usually a man he probably didn't think of it the same way that we did so if it one way can make you mad or angry and the other is uh, more lighthearted, choose the lighthearted one that's probably the one he meant anyway so different and usually a man he probably didn't think of it the same way that we did so if it one way can make you mad or angry and the other is uh, more lighthearted, choose the lighthearted one that's probably the one he meant anyway so different and usually a man he probably didn't think of it the same way that we did. So if it one way can make you mad or angry and the other is uh, more lighthearted, choose the lighthearted one. That's probably the one he meant anyway. So different. And usually a man, he probably didn't think of it the same way that we did. So if it one way can make you mad or angry and the other is uh, more lighthearted, choose the lighthearted one. That's probably the one he meant anyway. So different. And usually a man, he probably didn't think of it the same way that we did. So if it one way can make you mad or angry and the other is uh, more lighthearted, choose the lighthearted one. That's probably the one he meant anyway. So different. And usually a man, he probably didn't think of it the same way that we did. So if it one way can make you mad or angry and the other is uh, more lighthearted, choose the lighthearted one. That's probably the one he meant anyway. So different. And usually a man, he probably didn't think of it the same way that we did. So if it one way can make you mad or angry and the other is uh, more lighthearted, choose the lighthearted one. That's probably the one he meant anyway. So different. And usually a man, he probably didn't think of it the same way that we did. So if it one way can make you mad or angry and the other is 
uh, more lighthearted, choose the lighthearted one. That's probably the one he meant anyway. It's sort of different. And usually a man, he probably didn't think of it the same way that we did. So if it, one way can make you mad or angry and the other is uh, more lighthearted, choose the lighthearted one. That's probably the one he meant anyway. 